Excuse me. Has anybody seen That was a joke about the world being flat, right? Was it? Why does it seem like the further we go back in history, the more advanced we were? You're telling me people were so primitive they took a hammer and chisel and made this? President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. When we were successful, we were We had a real chance at this new world order. Welcome, fellow truthers and conspiracy junkies, to another episode of White Rabbit. I am your host, Catalyst Jones, and today we're going to be diving into some of that 2045 stuff that we've been talking about on Instagram. I have the lady herself, Mrs. Liberty, Lady Liberty Libby. I always get tongue twisted when I try to say that. Mrs. Lady Liberty Libby, how are you doing today? I am really, really good. You did a good job. I didn't realize that that was a tongue twister until you brought it up. Maybe it's just me because I'm half retarded. <laughs> so uh, we had an off- awesome live stream uh, about a week ago, and then we got um, so rudely cut off by the tech giants and mm-hmm. did not give me the option to post that. And that was where all the juicy stuff was, where you were talking about 2045. So I said, you know what? Why don't we get you on the regular show? And uh, we could put this out to the masses because some of the stuff that you uncovered is pretty fucking incredible, scary, but the good guys are going to win in the end. So for sure, that's the important part. We have to be prepared, though. If we don't know what's coming, how are we going to know how to prepare so the good guys can win? Absolutely. So what how did you first come across 2045? And then we'll dive into what exactly it is. Okay, so I'm so glad that this is like a conspiracy weirdo show because that means for me, I can say anything and no one in your audience would judge the weirdness of it, right? Because it's all weird. Right. See, we we rock the tinfoil hats here. Right. Yes, I do. Can't see mine. It's super like invisible now. Um, so, okay. Um, I'm a very strange person. I uh, have what some people call premonitions. I have what some people call, um, you know, not just vivid dreams because there's vivid dreams and there's, you know, we could get deep into the sleep stuff and the brain stuff, but I have always had dreams that have been very vivid and very realistic. They feel real. They, um, I wake up and I usually for the most part, remember them. And that's really how I found 2045. It really is. Um, but I'll back up just a tiny bit. Um, so you have visions in your dreams? I, I, I guess. I mean, I have dreams and then it happens in yeah, reality, was, in this reality, in this reality. I would say that, that, that you have visions. Pretty fucking creepy. <laughs> well, that's, I think that's awesome. Okay, so you had a vision and it led you to 2045. Yeah, it started in, I mean, this isn't the first time this kind of thing's happened to me at all. I, if, if I'll give away my age fully, but I already, like I celebrated my birthday a couple of days ago and I told everybody like I'm 42, which is shocking to me because I didn't think I'd live this long. But um, in 94, there was a Northridge earthquake for anybody who was living in Southern California in the LA County area, especially I was, 
Um, I was 14 at the time. And to make a long story short, for three days leading up to it, so that was early on a Monday morning when that happened, on Martin Luther King's birthday, I believe it was, in January. And for three days leading up to that, so from like Friday or so, I was overwhelmed with not just anxiety. It wasn't just anxiety. It's not just, uh, you'll hear people say like, um, you know, like a, not, not even like a dark cloud, just like this, this unknown, not even fear really. It was just this knowing, just, I knew something was coming and I knew that I had to prepare for it. And being the oldest of four, um, I really felt a very strong sense of responsibility. And so the more the weekend got in, the more anxious I was, the more I really felt like this sinking feeling of like impending doom. And eventually I finally convinced my mom to let me pack some emergency bags because I told her when she asked me, what did I think was coming? And I always say it this way. I don't think something's coming or not coming. I feel like I'm very much a feminine being and I operate out of my emotions I don't operate out of logic or rationality like men do for the most part. That's a masculine's brain. That's not me. So it wasn't um, a question of you wondering whether or not something was going to happen. It was you felt it in your bones and knew it to be something was happening. You knew it for as real as you and I are having a conversation. Yeah, I did. I really did. It was just a matter of trying to convince my parents to believe that what I was saying was true. And ultimately, they, my mom at least, my dad thought I was nuts, but my mom at least listened to me. Um, I think more so because she just wanted me to go away and sleep and um, let me pack the emergency bags because I told her an earthquake was coming very, very, very soon. And we needed to be prepared. I had a younger sister who was still in diapers. And um, thank God they did let me do that because when the earthquake struck a few hours later in the morning, um, Everybody looked at me, of course, like, how the hell did you know? And I just was grateful, really. I was just glad that I knew and that they listened to me because we were one of the only ones um, in our townhouse community at that time that was prepared, that did have candles set aside and batteries and canned foods and diapers and water and, you know, things like that. And if you were in L.A. County during the earthquake, then you know that there it was chaotic. It was absolutely insanely chaotic. Uh, and it stayed that way. And our townhouse was red flagged three days later. So the reason I bring that up is because that was one of the first times that I can remember. I know there was others, but that was one of the first times that I could remember um, just really knowing that, uh, how did I know that this was coming? You know, and thank God I did. But how did I know this? And so when it came to all this stuff that started, you know, in March of 2020, I knew in, I guess, December, January, that the world was going to be shut down and that people were going to be locked inside because I dreamt it. And I know that sounds crazy to a lot of people, but that's my complete truth. I wasn't on drugs. I wasn't drinking. I wasn't taking anything. I was um, just being myself, <laughs> just sleeping. And if I had the same repetitive dream. And that's how I usually know that it's a premonition is that um, it's just repetitive and it's over and over and over. It's like a movie is playing in my head when I'm sleeping. 
at it's the same movie for the most part over and over and over again sometimes there's a little details that are tweaked here and there um like i dropped january 6th but i didn't know that it was going to be what it turned out to be what i saw in my dream my husband ended up nicknaming the red dream and when i posted it online cuz i did i was online way before lady liberty libby was born um under different names this is like probably literally my 10th or 20th account by this time so that's how i dreamt it that's how i came to know that the world was going to shut down that i warned my family that's one of the reasons why my teenage daughters moved out and moved in with their father because mom is now crazy although i'm not i'm very sane even though it um, happened even though it happened right so it was after it happened that they got really scared and ended up moving out it was after my middle daughter left the day after um when i picked her up from school it was her last day of school I, she didn't know it would be her last day of normal school. Like, you know, who knows if that will ever happen again. I don't personally think it will, especially here in California. But um, yeah, and my oldest moved out a couple of weeks later. And my ex is just a horrible narcissist. So he's used all this to, you know, turn him against me and whatnot. And I mean, really, when I think about it, this is all prophesized in the Bible. It's all prophesized. My life and what I've lived through the last two and a half years is Bible prophecy daughter will turn against mother like neighbor against neighbor friend against friend you'll hear wars and rumors of wars everything is laid right out that right there yeah, so that's what, I, that's what i use as my reference point though you know that's is the bible for me so what brought you um you, you talk about having these dreams and um visions and what brought you to look at 2045 was it one of these dreams and what did you find there uh, so I, I, one of the dreams that I had was I just kept seeing uh, numbers and the numbers I saw were 2045. Um, and I really didn't know what it meant or what it was, but there was, so it sounds probably ridiculous, but our mind, our subconscious is a very, very interesting place. And um, I feel like my subconscious was trying to with God was trying to make sense. I don't, and like explain to me in ways that my human brain would be able to understand. Right. So I kept having these particular dreams of where I would see images that look like the background of the matrix. So if you've seen the matrix movie with the coding yep, and coding was 2045, all the coding was 2045, all the coding was 2045. I may not even mention that dream to my husband. I don't think he's even asked me about that one. Um, because there what it didn't I didn't have it very often. It was a few times and I ended up coming across the 2045, the first site that I came across because I was looking into um what else was it that linked me to there? It was the shots. I can save that on here like without being afraid of being censored. Yeah, we don't we don't uh, hold back anything on this show. Yeah, it was uh, looking into the COVID shots and looking into um, because one of the first things that I found that really led me to know for sure that what I was dreaming was like leading me somewhere was when I found I think it was like in April or May of 2020 on the CDC's website. So not on the FDA's website, on the CDC's or on this. It's a CDC document on the FDA's page. That's what it is. And it's buried and it was, and they moved the paragraph a couple of times, but it's right there where it says that 
the COVID-19 virus has never been isolated. Now a lot of more, a lot of people know about that. But when I first found that, I was like, wait, what the fuck? Never been isolated? Like, yeah, there was somebody in Canada that actually won a, a court case because of that. Yeah. There's a lot of really interesting things that tie into with uh, when you really start to follow the money with that shot. And that was how I ended up finding the 2045.com. That's just one basic site that will take you to what's called the avatar project. So, and then under the avatar project, which is the picture that I've on Instagram a few times, um, there's a few reels that have that picture. I think I added to the one I made this morning because it's one that I'm hoping at least some people have now come to recognize if anything, because of me, then fine. Great. Like I use a VPN for the most part. <laughs> And try to keep everything I look for as hidden and, you know, I've had several different phones and whatnot, so. Yeah, you kind of got to be these days. It's, it's, uh, we're already on a list though, so I don't even care. I'm out here broadcasting yeah. the things that I think about. So it, it, it doesn't matter when they put up the Google logs, I'll either be running or marching into them, so. I, I, I am hoping and praying that I die shooting in battle than being tortured yeah agree it'll be one of those two for sure which one i'm not sure <laughs> so on the 2045 page it talks a lot about um transgenderism and basically what their goals are it talks about uh cloning a little bit and the stuff that's happening with that um I saw, about sorry I saw go ahead stuff where they're talking about actually being able to harness your um your consciousness and your thoughts and, and, um, transfer them into a different body basically. Right. Right. So a lot of, uh, crazy shit going on here. A lot of conspiracy. It's a conspiracy theorist dream. It's like the jackpot of everything. When you start. It's, hor it's horrible. It's really, I'm smiling because it's like, it's not funny. It's so awful. It's so terrible. They've already spent over $10 million this year alone. In propaganda. Yeah. So are we seeing anything? Because I, I mean, I don't think you do either, but I don't watch mainstream media. Like, mm -hmm. I, I won't even watch the football game right now. The Raiders opening game is on and I have like devices that is just uh, putting up the play by play because I refuse to be indoctrinated by their fucking commercials. Right. Well, I mean, I can tell you that it's been out there. And people, I think, haven't really paid much attention to it because they slide it in and make it look so attractive. So I'll give you a couple of examples of some just some shows and then a, a recent movie, just one recent movie, although there's like endless, countless amounts, really, if you d dig into it. But there's Battlestar Galactica. That was way back when. And then they redid it and made it really cool and funny with Fox and all that crap. All right. So there was. Battlestar Galactica, that's all about cyborgs. That's what Battlestar Galactica essentially was about, cyborgs taking over humanity. That's the essential plot of that particular show. Then there was Star Trek. Same basic thing, cyborgs. They would call them something else. My husband and I were going over this. He was explaining it to me because I was a Star Wars fan, but not too much into Star Trek. And uh, so there's that. They've been conditioning us for years, decades. Um, the most recent one that a lot of people might know about, I started watching this for research purposes years ago, actually. And they came out with another season. They just finished it. So now I'm 
not binging it, but I'm watching it like literally like research, like fucking notes and shit, like a scientist, all right? Is Westworld. Tell me you're going to say uh, Westworld. I was going to ask. Westworld. Like, hello. It's right fucking there in your face. Everything, everything. Um, There was a movie, like this is so horrible. There was a movie that my husband unknowingly rented, right, from like a red box or something because we're kind of out in the middle of nowhere sort of. And uh, um, what was it called? As we were watching this with our kid, I'm like, like I, I couldn't even help but just be shocked at the way that they're presenting it. Um, was the movie called um, The Mitchells versus the World or something like I I am going to make some videos with that movie. Like I have to because the way that they bring out the transhumanistic agenda in this fucking movie for kids for families is so beyond sick propaganda. And there is a science behind this. Like I hope people understand that when it comes to propaganda like this, it's a science. You know what I mean? Yeah, they make you want the changes that that are actually going to be harmful for humanity. And uh, right. I mean, look at look at how attached we are to our cell phones already. Uh, just imagine if it's attached to us physically, like physically attached to us. And uh, so we're going we're going down the rabbit holes of Neuralink because you posted some uh, Elon Musk clips as well i believe the one you posted today has him saying like uh the people the way that they react is because the uh half human robots are not out on the streets killing people yet exactly you heard that i'm so glad because when i found that as i was watching that interview i just i just sat there and was like i mean i don't know how much clearer you have to fucking hear the words I like, I don't understand anymore who, and the amazing part to me is, and I, I have to say this, like, I just have to, is that, so I'm a mom. I'm also consider myself a patriot and all that. Right. And now what I don't understand is this. I absolutely would love to have social media in some way, shape or form end up being some sort of source of income for me. Right. That would be great. However, I refuse to to do that at the expense of what I'm able to share because that's way more important to me. And what I have found really shocking, honestly, since I have found all of this crap and tried to uncover it and connect all the dots and share it with the public is that there are more accounts that are more afraid to share this kind of stuff than there are those that are willing to do it for fear of being banned for fear of having their accounts removed. And I feel like as a community, if we don't put that crap aside and remember that our purpose ought to be to save our children's futures and our humanity, that ought to be what comes first. Not I have 50,000 followers. And I mean, if I post that Libby, then you know, it might get flat. Well, fucking, I hope it does. Cause then you know, you're doing something right. And yeah, I don't get I, I agree with that. There are ways to play the game without um though, you know, like I, I don't allow hashtags in my comments because that'll get you flagged right away. Like right. It, I understand what you're saying, but also if you are kicked off of Instagram, then you have nobody 
to listen to you. And we've all been kicked off and have to rebuild our uh, followers. And it, and it sucks. It's a painful fucking process. So I do understand where those people are coming from. But at the same time, it's like uh, you, you have to find clever ways to battle that. So if you're like, hey, help me get this information out. And they're like, just no. Be like, all yeah. right, how can I how can I put this up so that it sparks people's interest without without them uh, shooting me down? That's that's the whole key of this fucking war that we're in right now, because the, the battlefield is Instagram and Twitter and TikTok and all these places, because that's where everybody is. That's where that's where all these brainwashed people need to hear the shit that's happening and and have their fucking uh, realities thrown right back in their face and say, well, why do you believe this? And that is the battlefield. So we do have to play by their rules to a point, but we just got to be more creative I, in how we do it. I, I completely agree with that. I do. I guess part of me wishes that because I've been trying to do this for so long. I mean, the first time I found the 2045 agenda was last summer. It was last summer. And I was screaming about it then. You could look at what's now my backup page. And that's probably like the 10th, 5th. I mean, it's, it's a lot. And I get it. I totally get the frustration. Had I never been banned from the get-go, I don't know. Maybe I'd get 100,000 by now with some fancy blue check mark. But ultimately, I kept coming back and I kept screaming louder into what feels like a fucking black abyss, right? It's yeah, infuriating to those of yeah. us that it, it can be really infuriating, can be really discouraging to feel like, you know, and have people then doubt you as well. Like, oh, this is not real. Like, none of this is actually happening now. No, it is very much. That's why I added one of the articles that I found. This just one of Elon Musk. He's basically going around and looking for fucking investors into his neural link. That's what he's doing. Like, that's right. what he's doing. And then he goes on Joe Rogan and he brands it as this thing that's going to help people. It's going to cure uh, blindness. It's going to help people with Alzheimer's. It's going to be this great thing for everybody. And so that everybody's all on board with it. And that's how you get investors is you make it look like this great thing, even though most of the investors are probably BlackRock corporations that want this agenda in the first place. For sure. I, I, I would bet my everything that, I mean, at the top of it isn't even BlackRock, right? It's Vanguard. Like they own basically everything that is anything at this point. So if I, when I look like, so when I was doing Intel for one of the organizations that I were, that I was, you know, with for a while, uh, I've since left and stuff because I didn't like how they were going. But uh, one of the things that I guess I really feel is really important for me is to just share what I find and let everybody else make their decision on their own. I encourage everyone to do their own research all the time all the time. And I try to make it as easy as I can by grabbing the links that I've already found, making sure that as far as I know, once I post them, they're valid, they're active, they're links that are right there that you can click on, you can research, you can open up a new browser, type in whatever the hell, you know what I mean? Like go find it yourself. Yeah. That's and too much work for people. People don't like to do that. They'd rather just look at videos that we make and spent like three hours putting this video together. And then they just nitpick it with their like two second review of it. <laughs> <laughs> in my case i guess the longest i can go now on instagram is 90 seconds which is just you know so much fun to condense so much information into 90 seconds oh is that then, is that as long as the videos that they allow you to post are for the reels which are the things that catch the most you know yeah viewers 
or whatever and the songs and like come on you know what I just said to my husband, I go, I did not sign up to be a fucking digital video editor, mixer, or whatever the shit this is. Like, I, this is not what I signed up for. But ultimately, that's what I, I find myself having to do to just be able to get like a little bit of the information out. So someone, maybe one person, just one, like you, could grab it and see it and be like, oh, wait let me spend more than five seconds looking at this right now and see what else is in here. Right. And then maybe after that, after a minute, be like, well, now I really want to kind of see if this is some bullshit or if it's real click. Now you can actually read it for yourself and see that I'm not making it up. I'm just the messenger. That's it. More so after May 19th of this year and what I experienced then I'm like, I know everything that's coming. I really do. And I know that what I'm doing, what my husband's doing, what we're doing right now is to prepare for this, for when this takes over, because it will. It's just a matter of time. And there's not that much time. There really isn't. Well, 2045 is not that far away, but they're already in the process of doing this. I, I I wouldn't necessarily ring true to the date of 2045. So what is their main agenda with this? What um what are they trying to do? They want to transplant human consciousness into an artificial intelligent body so that they can create everlasting life, immortality. That's their agenda. They're eugenicists. Eugenicists are Satanists. Satanists are obsessed with being God. And they want to mock God. How can they possibly ever really claim to be like God if they can't create humans? And how can they create humans? They've done the cloning. They've done the artificial insemination. They've done all these other things, right? But that still doesn't really give them what eugenicist agenda is. There's like a whole, what did I find? A a timeline of transhumanism. That's what I added to the reel I made this morning. This was just within the last week. I've spent like five or six days digging the fuck into this. Okay. So I've never heard of a guy named Zoltan. Zoltan, <laughs> like, have you heard of this person? Yeah, and dude, where's my car? <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> right? And then when I hear the word Zoltan, I can't help but think of, you remember that movie Big with the big guy, like the, and it's a machine and you put like a, the money in. And oh, he yeah. Tells you, you remember that? That's yeah, how the, Zoltar? that's how Big with Zoltan, right? I think it was Zoltar, like, but I could be wrong. But yeah, fucking time. Yeah, it's it's very similar. But this guy Zoltan Istvan is this is this is this is a real person. It sounds it like a, a villain from a Disney movie, though, doesn't it? Right. Well, I mean, it should because when you take a look of who he is and what he wants to do, like, let me just tell you. From the little bit that I've researched, Mr. Zoltan, okay, is hell bent on creating cyborgs out of every fucking human for climate's sake. All right. The climate is fucked and we all need to be cyborgs now. Okay. That's his agenda. And he wants to be president of the United States. Oh, wow. He's running. He's running. Did you know that? He's running for governor. No. Is he good friends with Klaus Schwab? Because they, they both have the names like they'd be hanging out with each other trying to take over the world. I mean, he's Russian. He's from Russian descent. Yeah, his last name just sounds like it, he is definitely a villain, even if he, <laughs> he tries. Like, I don't know, man. I thought Obama sounded pretty bad. But 
Um, he he legitimately has his own like a website. Like if I posted it, like it's all this stuff, everything, every single thing, every screenshot, it's right there for everybody to have fun with. It's in my Telegram channel, it's right there. And I reposted stuff and pinned it to make it super easy. So no one can be like, I didn't find it. It's not there. It's right there. It's right there. It's super easy. So how do you think that they're going to implement this? Uh, do you think it has anything to do with the Jabberwocky or um, do you think uh, two totally different agendas playing out at the same time here? What, what do you think? Um, I feel like what they're going to do is um, I, I, I feel like what Musk is ultimately going to end up doing. So there's like a few different parts to it, in my opinion, from what I put together. And some people ask me, like, where's the proof for this? I don't have 100% proof of every single co connecting puzzle piece, as I call it, to this, like, sick, twisted shit. What I will tell you is that from what I've uncovered and from what I feel like is going to happen, um, Musk's Neuralink and uh, the metaverse are completely interlinked with each other. They have to be. They have to be because the Neuralink is, going, is a brain implant. And the brain implant controls the mood. It controls your, your motor senses. It's going to control all of those things. So when they say, when there's that one, I forget it, the scientist who says humans are now hackable, right? That's what they're, in my opinion, that's what they're talking about is the Neuralink device. Once it's implanted into your brain, humans are going to be hackable. Surprise. Because you, don't then think you, it, you don't think it has anything to do with the nanobot technology that's inside of the uh, jab? I think that is like a test run. That's what I feel like that is. I, don't, I can't even say I think that's what it is. I feel like the COVID shot is a multidimensional thing. It is a bioweapon to kill off humans. It's partially to see who it, whose body it may take to to create this like nanobot fucking, I don't know what, blood clots and all sorts of shit that it's doing to people, right? But there's three different ones too. There's a placebo that they've given to a lot of people. There's one that's actually very deadly. And then there's one that has this nanobot technology in it. So they're not every single one of them is even exactly the same. And when people are going around saying that this shit can be removed from your system, the graphite and all that stuff, show me somebody who's had it and had it successfully removed first. Because it's a load of bullshit, in my opinion, that once you inject something into someone's bloodstream, you can somehow remove it from their bloodstream once it's taken over their body and all their cells. Like that, that's a whole different, I don't even, I can't even deal with that right now, but cause it's just so much right there. Well, I hope I will, there's yeah. ways that your body would just fight it off and kill, kill out the medical and push or metal and push it out itself. It, it, I think it's quite possible. If you're talking about a person's body, if they're able to heal and get rid of shit like that, 100%, I feel like they can. If the terrain is is in healthy order. Right. And But then you're talking about the difference between the germ theory that most of the humanity has bought into or terrain theory. You know what I mean? Which a lot of people that are still going around saying I got COVID, in my head, when I hear they say that, they believe in the germ theory. That's why they're saying that. If they believe that terrain theory existed, like I stumbled upon earlier this year when I had pneumonia, then they would know that that's not a legitimate thing. Yeah, you can't it's hard to let go of. Right? Give me one really quick to tell my kid that I'm not done. One sec.
Okay, sorry about that. No, you're totally um, good. Anyways, I'll tell you that I really feel like the 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 Neuralink, like Musk's Neuralink, in all seriousness, is just going to be like the end of part of the end of humanity, because I can only imagine. Um, I mean, it's already, there's already microchips that are being implanted in people in Switzerland and it's been happening for a very long time, not five years to like a long time. And so the idea behind have being microchipped in order to open a vending machine or something is that that's already existed. You know what I mean? That's already been there. What they're talking about, what they want to push is this idea that human consciousness can be transplanted into an artificial body so that the body doesn't die. So the body lives forever, right? But then it goes even further if you look at their agenda, just the avatar agenda, just the avatar project milestones. By 2045, their idea is to have a hologram of human personality in an avatar. And ironically, the second Avatar movie is coming out later this year, I think, or scheduled for next year. I've already looked into and I even tried to make a video with that one. So what I see happening is that they're, they're, the Neuralink is going to be this thing that's going to be sold to pharmaceutical companies. Is it, It's going to improve humanity and help the... I'm, I'm like possibly going blind. I want nothing to do with the fucking Neuralink. Like I have serious corneal issues and I've been told that there's a good chance I'll need a corneal transplant at some point in my life to not end up blind. I want nothing to do with knowing. <laughs> I would rather end up blind than have something like that in my brain. Because once that's implanted in your brain, they can not just hack into your brain and change your personality, your mood, your physical motor capability, what you can do with your arms, your legs, your speech, your thoughts, right? They can hack into all of that. So not only can they do that, but what do, what are people doing right now in the metaverse? They're all hooked up to sensors. They're literally, some of them are having sex with all sorts of disgustingness. And where's all that data going? In my opinion, it's not all just going and staying with metaverse. In my opinion, everything's interlinked. And when you look into the internet of things, when you look into something like that and you look into CERN and what CERN really is, my opinion, CERN is going to be the software program that's essentially going to have all of the human's data that's been grabbed from the metaverse, that's been pulled from the Neuralink, all right here in this nice big database, very similar to shows like The Flash where there was a particle accelerator that fucking exploded. They make it sound so far-fetched in these shows and these movies that we watch that we really think it's just a sci-fi crap. Until we start to find things, like I found, where the World Economic Forum wants to microchip your children. Why? Not only do they want to microchip your children, but right there in their own language, they talk about, well, kids have been watching superheroes on the screen for so long and... You know, why should it just be kept to their imagination to be superheroes if we could give them that? So when they are selling it to our children that way, what do you think is going to happen? When pharmaceutical companies approach pediatricians and start saying, hey, we've got this device. And so Johnny, who now has ADHD, by the way, because we gave it to him with the shots, other shots, right? Now we have the solution for Johnny's ADHD. And it doesn't have to be a pill that you have to remember to give him or this or that, whatever. Just put this chip in his brain. You can control how he feels and what he does. You don't have to deal with the screaming and the bullshit anymore. Right. And then and that will be the last form of form of 
control that they'll have on us where they have to use manipulation because once they link you then they don't have to go through all the mk ultra brainwashing and the exactly. media propaganda exactly. to make you do what they want you to do they're just gonna they're just gonna hack into you and make you do what you they want you to do like the matrix right there will be no more free will one not if you've got that shit hooked up into your brain no yeah, if this does there happens, be? there will there will be no more free will, and, and this is talked about widely amongst um, uh, world leader uh, um, get gatherings and stuff. They they openly talk about how they're going to be able to control the masses and what their uh, what their plans are. And we're seeing like a, a, was it Israel or whatever that they they're building this um, basically a city, but it looks like a like a light rail station type of thing oh they're they're doing that no that's not israel it was in um uh like one of the indian like i i want to say india i think it was india you're talking about the wall city right where it's like a wall it literally looks like yeah. a line yeah like, and that's it just not goes the only up. That's not the only one. So that one went by. No, it's but not. When you look into it there's a bunch of these things going up all um, over the place yeah so, there is so you you put like these two totally different equations together and then and then those two puzzle pieces fit together for the future. They want to control everybody and then they want to have everybody in these controlled environments on top of yeah. it. And they're already right. they're already working towards that as well. So yeah. these they are they really are. And I and I love it when people will say, oh, that's just a conspiracy. Everything is a fucking conspiracy. If there's more than two people involved in it, does it make it not true? No, it's a conspiracy truth. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's only a theory right. if you can't piece the puzzle together and make no, it sense. I, right I have all the pieces right here. Like there's nothing fake about any of this. There's nothing that's not real about any of it. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 all right there i really don't get people that think that it's like not true when i'm sitting here staring at a uh a timeline of transhumanism mind uploading chironics artificial intelligence robotics space exploration brain and body modifications and the sci-fi roots of a techno future this is a fucking website all right it's not and it's not to say like, oh, well, anyone could have a website. Okay, it's called theverge.com. It's right there. It's a whole timeline that begins in 1906. Okay, and the first posting in 1906 is Nikolai, F sorry, I might butcher these names. Fyodorov establishes Russian cosmism, a spiritual belief system and precursor to transhumanism which advocates for physical immortality, space exploration, and resurrecting the dead through science. Sounds fucking crazy until you start reading about it and realize that they have been actually literally implementing legislation, laws, I mean, or all sorts of tiny little books that they've written, movies they've made, shows, in order to eventually push this. So today we're in 2022. This started at least in 1906, at least. Really, it was way before that. In my personal opinion, when people ask me like, well, who do you think the leader of you know, all this evil stuff is? Is it the cabal? Of course it's the cabal. Well, who's the leader of the cabal? I mean, on earth, I suppose Vanguard group. Well, who else is? I mean, fucking Satan, because it's evil, right? So it's not just bad. It's not just wrong. It's fucking evil, insane, sick shit, right? Okay, who's the leader of the evil shit? In my world? satan so what's the opposite of that god christ 
So that's why I go back to the Bible, because if people want to say that this is, um, you know, uh, I'm just scaring people. Like I've heard that a lot. You're just instilling fear. Cool. I hope I'm instilling a lot of fear into a transhumanistic fucking agenda that is literally being pushed under our noses and no one's fucking really paying much attention to it. And one of the only people that I see that's a big talking head is Alex Jones. And people have basically, even within our community, have made him sound like he's just a crazy person because the stuff he talks about. And he's not. He's not. I'm here to tell you, if he's crazy, so am I. Because he's one of the only people that's talking about this and has people on his show that are talking about how they're pushing the transhumanistic agenda. Yeah, his batting average is really high as far as knocking shit out of the park. He's been right way more than he's been wrong. Um, my buddy James from We The People Radio always brings up a very good point, though, when people say that he could be controlled opposition because nobody goes and films the cremation of care um, during um, uh, shit. What is that? Bohemian Grove and lives to tell about it, it let alone becomes very successful after the fact. So why, why though? People don't they, in miracles? They, they either allowed it to leak. They wanted it to leak uh, purposely or he is controlled opposition and he gives us the truth of what's going on because what difference does it make if a handful of us uh, are wearing our tinfoil hats and try to stop something when the masses are asleep at the wheel just walking towards the slaughterhouse? I mean, I totally understand that. I don't. It's hard to tell who's controlled and who's not anymore. I guess the main thing that I go based on is really just goes back to my intuition and I try to uh, use discernment. I pray a lot and I go back to the Bible and I compare things to the Bible. So when someone goes around and tells me, like, I'll give you a good example. I've been approached by a couple of um, you know, uh, larger accounts, I'll put it that way, on Instagram, right? That are, you know, who's to say people know who they are or not? What well, I didn't, but I'm also not in that world at all. Like I couldn't care less about beauty or hair or fashion or don't fucking give a shit. If you haven't noticed, like I don't care. Uh, so uh, they approached me and stuff and wanted to, you know, basically we're like, uh, I mean, you keep going back to the Bible, right? Like, well, what if the Bible was, you know, altered? And I'm like, don't fucking start with me. Like, please, please don't, please don't go down that hole with me. Cause you're not going to get far. Because I will just refer you back to every other scripture in the Bible that says that the Bible wasn't altered. So I don't, because I don't know what else to do. And I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole of these extra books and those books and those books. And none of that still takes away from Revelation or from Matthew or from anywhere else in the Bible where um, it is, where there's descriptions, like very fucking clear descriptions to me of what I open my eyes every day and am now reading and seeing is happening in the world that I live in. So might not that's take kind any, of what I always go back to. Might not take anything away, but it it uh, definitely leaves a lot of things out that are more interesting. Like if you do read the books of Enoch, it, it uh, adds, have, a, adds a lot more pieces to the puzzle. And in my opinion, is the most interesting part of the Bible and should never have been taken out. I guess for me, it doesn't really matter. It's it's like the concept, the idea that the earth is flat. I personally believe the earth is flat, but I also personally believe that the earth is flat because I always fucking felt that the earth was flat, actually, since I was a child. And I always had people telling me that it wasn't, even though I was on airplanes multiple times as a child crossing 
the Pacific, the Atlantic, this country, that country. And I never just it never made any logical. It never felt right. Like just it never felt right. And so now for me to read about it now for me to read some of the science, right, as an adult, now for me to see these things and be like, oh, gee, Libby, your intuition, your instinct, that thing inside you was always right. So I attribute that thing to being God. So for me, I always go back to like, I know the earth is flat. I know because I know that I know and because I go back to the Bible, but also it doesn't matter. It's not going to change how I walk on the earth. If I know that it's flat or if I believe that it's a ball to me today, aside from the fact that the people today that really believe that it's this ball spinning through space also believe all this other crazy shit that I kind of think, I think they're the ones that have a problem. You know what I mean? I'm like, you really don't believe that the government's lying to you. You really believe that like, so if, how come we can't swallow fluoride, but it's in on the toothpaste, just basic, simple, like just explain that one. You know, just basic things like that, that no one can really explain. Well, right? they can't, I like to not- say this, like uh, people will say, well, what difference does it make if the earth is flat? It doesn't change. It doesn't change anything. And it does. It does. And I like to say that it changes a fucking lot because if everybody was told tomorrow that they've been lied to this entire time right. and that the earth is flat, then that gives a lot more credence to this thing called God that nobody wants to believe in. And it also is why have they been lying to us about where we live this entire time? What else have they been lying to us about? And I think, I think that that would be the catalyst that would set everything off in our direction and in our favor. If everybody woke up and was told that tomorrow, it would absolutely change your day-to-day life. I don't give a fuck what people say. I completely agree. I fully agree with that completely a hundred percent because for me, that was the, that was like one of the last red pills that I felt, you know, took that I, the last rabbit hole that I found that was like, I remember when I mentioned it to my husband, like well over a year ago, I was like, um, what do you think about the idea that the earth is flat? And he's like, are you serious? I'm like, I very much am fucking serious. Yep. Yeah. I'm serious, honey. He's like, don't Libby. I'm like, no, I'm just telling you <laughs> it's, it's flat. He's like, you've already shown me way more than I ever thought I would. Ever. I'm like, look at a lot of this. Like, I mean, you knew before I even did, like I, to some degree was still kind of like, I don't know what the, they're all trying to make us scare this COVID crap. Like, I don't know, maybe you should wear something on your face for a while. And I don't fuck it. Just give me a minute to figure some shit out. Like, hold on, you know? And finally after and he the whole time was like this is some bullshit this is all to remove trump this is all to do this it's all to, i'm not playing a game like from the get-go he was like bullshit and it took me a minute to be like i call your bullshit and i raise you fucking like, look and at i that. raise you a flatter <laughs> right exactly and uh <laughs> exactly and he was like did, he fought it, I think, longer than I did until finally I was like, look, it. for me, I really felt when I found out the flutter stuff, I was like, I was relieved. Honestly, I was relieved. I was like, I fucking knew it. I knew it. And they've lied about everything. Yeah. And if they've lied about this and all this other stuff that I already found, right, they've lied about everything watch like fucking math isn't even what we thought it was like just nothing i'm waiting for the unicorns to come out because i fucking who knows imagine who what knows? 
imagine what it was like like for me in 2015 when I first started going down this rabbit hole of flat earth and uh, like I was a solo soldier out there in the flat earth realm let me tell you that shit was not not easy in 2015 so like you have four years where I'm like this world is nothing what (laughs) we've been told it is and everybody's like you're insane and then then COVID hits and I'm like yo dude this is to usher well I thought it was to usher in uh, martial law and to get us into camps. That was my original thought because I've been knowing about this shit supposed to be happening for years and years. I think it still is. I'm like, it's fucking here. Well, I think they're implementing it in in small doses and getting, getting the people more and more polarized against each other so that, um, you know, it's going to be neighbors uh, telling on neighbors and shit like that eventually. You're, you're 100% right, though. You're not crazy. They are going to do that. They okay. are. There's open internment camps. There's one in Washington. And I remember when I found it opening and I first they were building it. Then there was like it was opening. Then they had and they opened it on a Sunday. I'm sure it's in my Telegram page somewhere. I could find it and send it to you. And they opened it on a Sunday. And I was like, this is fucking weird and bizarre that they would open a government building on a Sunday. Then I found uh, news clippings of uh, job postings on uh, Craigslist. Okay, in Washington, in that county for that facility. But they don't say, it doesn't say FEMA camp. It doesn't say internment camp. It doesn't say anything like that. They word it under um, something that basically almost they make it sound like it's going to be for like homeless people or for people that are displaced, right? Um, So they make it sound like a place that you'd want to go to for shelter, for assistance, for help. And then I see all this crazy shit going on with the weather. And me, I sit here and I go, I would so not be surprised if with the way that they're modifying the weather and fucking with the weather and the skies. I mean, I don't know the rest of the country, how bad it is, but in Southern California, it's fucking sick. It doesn't matter where you go. They're going, you're going to see chemtrails. You're going to see zigzags. It doesn't matter where you go. Oh, how yeah. everyone is like, that's not normal. I don't get it. I really don't understand at all anymore. But they're hitting but us from I- every, every possible angle that they can with the chemtrails, with our food, with, uh, with the gas prices, with everything. And you know how you get people to go into their own prison on their own free will is if you scare them enough. If you yeah. look back and think about uh, the TV show, um, walking dead, they were happy when they found that prison because it kept them safe and they were happy living in that prison. And that's exactly what they want us to be is happy living in that prison. You own nothing and you like it. I mean, I really feel like the reason why that guy said that Shaw, that was Shaw that said that I feel like the reason what he was referring to could have very well seriously been the metaverse. I mean, when I made that first video, when I found those, those interviews, I was like, wait a second. I watched one, I watched Zuckerberg talk about the metaverse and I was like, this is interesting. Okay, so they're totally planning on using this as like, you know, like a video game. Like people spend money on video games. Of course people are gonna spend money if they're the main character in their fucking video game. Like that's basically what the metaverse is. And so I looked at that, then I looked at the Schwab video and I was like, I swear that he's talking about that. You want to tell me he's not talking about that? He's fucking talking about that. And then I found this shit with with Neuralink and I was like, I I mean, I had been reading about 2045 for a long, long, long time. And and then my account, the backup account, 
now it's back up was shadow banned so badly for so long earlier this year that I finally just gave up posting on it completely. And then I had the heart attack and the seizure in May. And, um, and, and that night when I died, which I know that's a whole different thing, but like it was in that night and coming out of all of that, that I talked to my husband and was like, yeah, I have a completely different purpose on earth. Like I can't fuck around anymore with all this like bullshit. I was like, so I just, I mean, cause I was grieving also the loss of both my daughters in their matrix shit. Like they're not dead. They're very much alive. But they're also very, very lost in their matrix. Very. So I'm not just, you know, like a truther or just a mom or just, I'm like, my life has been so drastically fucking altered by this shit. I don't give a fuck to sell your wellness box on my Instagram to get followers. I just don't. I just don't fucking care to do that. And especially when it's like, oh, you want me to go about it this way and that way? No, that's just not me. That's not why I'm here. So I'm here to like share this stuff and ultimately to show people that they don't have to participate in this. You can easily do, and it's not easy, but you can do what I'm doing what a lot of people like me are finally doing and aren't just talking about it. Like my husband and I decided to leave our two bedroom, two bath apartment with a two car garage, 10 minutes away from fucking Huntington beach, like in Huntington beach and it, beautiful beaches in orange County, like really beautiful beaches, good freedom, good amount of freedom for Southern California. But still I was watching what they were doing in our apartment building. And I was like, they're changing the demographic of Southern California. And they're not just doing this here. Obviously they're doing this all over the country. I just wonder how many people are paying attention. Like I am when they started coming around my apartment building and putting, uh, I would tell everyone to pay attention to this. When they started coming around to my apartment building and installing digital locks on residential apartment doors was when I was like, fuck you. You're not putting that on my door. It's the kind of lock that goes on hotel doors. Oh, Why would you have that parking. on your apartment? Yeah. Sorry, you can't go in your house today. You uh, posted something on Instagram that pissed us off. Exactly. And I was like, I'm not playing your guys' game. So I said no. I wrote a letter. I sent, gave it to them in person. I delivered it. They still came out and tried to install it. I turned to my husband. I go, can you please go talk to them so I don't have to? He went, did the man thing. I smiled. And I go, I like, you could try. I'll take the door off the hinges. But when I saw that they were doing that was when I knew even more, right? Because I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm using discernment. I'm asking God to show me where to go, what to do. Like, how do I get to the place that I know that you want me to be with my family? Like, I know what God wants me to do. I know God wants me to share this information because very few people are. And I know that ultimately, I really believe it's, and it's just a matter of time because they want these things to be implemented by 2045. Like, you understand that? Not just Oh, well, we've got 20, 30 years, right? It's not going to bother us. It's, it's going to be my son that they're going after. That's yeah. who they're going after is my five-year-old fucking son. And I'll be damned if I sit by and just talk about pushing, I don't know, Patriot boxes and delivery systems and like, cool. I, I'm totally grateful for people that are doing that. I also am not going to fucking depend on the supply chain, whether it's a Patriot backed or not. Like, so what I'm going to do is stay in this shit little RV until we are able to save up enough money to go buy land 
in a state where I've read the Constitution and I know that they're updating it, they're amending it, and the language in the Constitution is going to keep that state safe once hell truly breaks loose. So that's where I'm going. I'm going to start a homestead there. Eventually, it'll be a private little community with a few select people that'll help us to be self-sustaining because I really don't believe that in the future, in 15, 20 years, 30 years, there's going to be grocery stores for people like me and you to go into and buy food. I really don't. If I did, I wouldn't fucking be in here right now. Like I'd be at the beach. Okay. I'd be in my bathtub. I don't have a fucking adult sized bathtub in this place. All right. Like people are like, you're having fun. Uh huh. I know my outside kitchen looks like a lot of fun. Let me just tell you that the only way I've been able to take a hot bath is to boil fucking water outside in the pot and then add it to the bathtub because we don't have hot water yet. All right. Oh, man, so don't- don't talk it down. Don't talk it down. Cause uh, my, my dream is, is by, um, by the springtime is to have a van or an RB RV that I've converted into a portable podcast studio. And, and I'm going to live out of it and drive across America and interview all these cool people. Oh my God. That's amazing. I want to come back. I want you to drive by my little RV and I'll make you some barbecue. Yeah, so don't, don't tell me how bad it is because I'm really excited to take <laughs> No, it's really, you know what? I'll say this. It's not bad. It's not. It's different. It's it's a change in comfort. Like that's it. It's a change in convenience. And if you can deal with the change in convenience, you can fucking do this. And really everyone should. Everyone who values their fucking freedom, I don't know why people are buying houses right now, stationary houses. You must be out of your damn mind. Yeah, like, I'm going to go build a cabin, right? I'm like, I'm going to go build a cabin in the middle of the forest. It's a particular forest that I've researched the fuck out of. There's no 5G and there won't be 5G. They can't implement it there. It won't happen. There's too much forestry. There's too much water. There's too much goodness. Like they can't, I think a lot of people start to give up, right? Because they feel like, how am I going to fight this? How am I going to fight this? Like, it's impossible to fight this. So I might as well just give in. Right. I don't want to, but I might as well. And I'm here to tell you that you apps, if that's your mentality going into it, you are ultra fucked already. Because if that's the mentality you have going into it, how are you going to survive the massive amount of bullshit that's about to come at you? Like we've survived this far, right? No shot, no microchip, no alteration of fucking organic material to our bodies. How much further though can we survive? as a species like ourselves, as actual organic God's creation, right? Once it, once we can't do this, when this doesn't exist anymore, because there is no internet unless you're chipped. There, it doesn't exist. You want airtime? You're going to have to figure out how to fucking get airtime unless you're chipped. Like, then what? When that shit happens, I want to be in my own nestled little you know, dome in the forest with my little community. I've got my doctor. I'm a lot similar to a doctor, but I'm not a doctor. I want my doctor, I want my surgeon Let's get some farmers, got our water, our electricity. I don't need them anymore. I have what I need right here. Sound I may not have beautiful. What I want. Sign me up. Like, right. I may not have everything I want, but I will have everything I need, including all my fucking meat. They're out of their minds what they're doing to me. People aren't paying attention. They're really not. Oh, yeah, it, it is definitely uh, started a long time ago, too, because I remember <clears throat> uh, back, uh, it might have been my one of my old accounts, uh, 
um, when people were putting magnets on themselves. And then I saw a video where somebody was putting it on their meat. And so <clears throat> I pulled some uh, meat out of the fridge and I did the same thing and it was sticking. The magnets were sticking to the meat on certain meats, not all of them. Yeah. So I would, I would suggest, I mean, you probably already know this, but I'll just say this for the sake of it. Um, so I was raised Jewish and because I was raised in a very, very strict Jewish household before I left and I found Jesus and I don't eat the, by the dietary laws that a lot of Jews like my mother live by. But I was raised in a household where uh, we ate kosher meat. That's what we ate. We only ate kosher meat. Kosher meat is basically kosher because of the way the animal is raised. The animal is raised in a very humane way. And it's raised organically. There's no pesticides. There's no hormones. There's no antibiotics. There's none of that bullshit that they put in regular farm, you know, meat. It's as close to wild as you can really get without just having wild animals, right? But it's also the way the animal is killed. And it's also the way the animal is slaughtered and processed. That, and it's not just the animal that's kosher. Kosher implies that anything you're eating is clean. So it's also that the Jew, like my mom, I wasn't raised eating shellfish. I didn't eat that. I wasn't allowed to. I wasn't raised eating pork or eating cheeseburgers. But I'll tell you that I never fucking got sick growing up off of the food at my mom's house ever. I never had food poisoning. I never I had stomach problems, but I never had anything that was because of the food. It was because of my body and my stomach and my own body's problems. Right. But once I left my mom's house, I remember being in my twenties and making hamburgers somewhere and the person going, Oh, you have to make the hamburgers bigger, shape them bigger. Cause they shrink. I went, what do you mean? They shrink. Well, yeah, the burgers will shrink a little bit and they'll lose their size. So just make them a little bigger. And I was like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. I've never seen that happen before. And now ever since I've been eating organic pasture raised meat, if not kosher and eggs and vegetables and all that stuff, I understand why. It is literally because of all the nasty fillers of crap from plastic to metal to other things that should not be in a hamburger, right? And that's why it shrinks. That's why. So, And not to mention all the hormones that they inject these animals with to make them grow faster and produce more eggs, produce more milk and shit like that. It's just, it's uh, not the shit that we want to be putting into our bodies. That's uh, an understatement, I would say. It is. They lie to you. They lie to you about everything. I mean, literally everything. And when people read things, so like, I'll give you a quick example. We switched to raw dairy like months ago. So I had researched it for a long time and I finally decided like, I think this is a great idea for us. What do you think? We did it. My husband was lactose intolerant, like his entire life. Couldn't have any kind of dairy like that. Raw milk, he's perfectly fine with. He has no problems drinking it, no stomach aches, no nothing. If you look at the container of the raw milk or the raw butter, it, there's warnings on there that say that it can cause all sorts of different, it's literally the opposite of what it says on there. So when it says like this can cause, you know, stomach, blah, 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 intestinal. No, it's the exact opposite. So they literally lied to you. Just it's everywhere. And unless you've taken the time to research it yourself, you're either believing someone like me, because I'm telling you, or you're looking it up yourself to see it for yourself. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't even fuck with raw milk. I just don't see the point in, in humans uh, being the only species that c- consumes milk after uh, they're an, an infant. It's just, it's meant to make uh, things grow, and I just don't. 
I don't agree with milk. So I don't, it's been years since I've drank milk. Uh, cookies. Look into it. It's, it's really, really helpful. So the enzymes and the probiotics for your but stomach. I can't, really, really helpful. I can't give up cheese. And lately, since uh, I quit drinking alcohol, I've been uh, the past week, at least I've been smoking a lot of weed and fuck, do I crave ice cream like a motherfucker? <laughs> so, uh, I mean, if you look back into, I should make some posts and some about raw milk. Cause my husband had the same mentality as you exact same mentality as you. And I was like, I, t- I understand that that's your mentality. I completely do. And I'll show you this. And then you can decide if you want to try it or you don't. And ultimately he tried it and I'm glad he did because he's it's helped him it's really helped him not just digestively but i can tell that it's helped his mood it's helped his skin it's helped his muscles like for sure like it's helped in a lot of other ways but that's that's either here or there that's very different that's all different stuff food is different there's all sorts of crazy stuff when it comes to the food today so well lady liberty libby i fucking said it yes (laughs) (laughs) see it's not that hard you came on and you crushed. Uh, I hope that after everybody listens to this, they go log in and go to 2045.com if they haven't already. And there's also some brother and sister affiliate uh, websites that you can find on 2045.com. I recommend going and checking those out as well because they all spiderweb off of each other and are all correlated with each other and what their big agenda is. If you like digging down rabbit holes, man, and you're not going down 2045, then I don't know what the fuck you're doing. You need to take your tinfoil hat off because you don't deserve it today. (laughs) Amen. I totally agree with that. Yes. Well, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you and what we can expect from this uh, amazing truth warrior of a mother we have right here. Thank you so much. Um, So I plan on staying on Instagram, at least for the time being, as long as I possibly can. Um, I also have a Telegram channel. So my Instagram is at lady.liberty.libby. There's a backup, but you can't click on it. You have to type it all in. Um, I have an art account. It's state.ofthe.arts. So I like to paint and stuff like that. And I'm hoping that will do us some good. And ultimately... We have, um, I have a Telegram channel. That's where all the information that I ever post, every single link is in there until, I don't know, they archive it or they're scrubbing the internet too. So you have to like really look for stuff sometimes and pin it and save it and screenshot it and all that weird stuff. Um, But I am working on starting a YouTube channel um, just to document what we're doing because what we're doing is so unique i guess maybe strange but i really don't feel like it is for this day and age really just trying to find a family that has gone from here to there and see how they do it i haven't found really i'll see people that talk about getting rvs or talk about downsizing or talk about homesteading and but to see the transition i just you know i had to talk my husband into it i finally got him on board and he's helping me and i have to just get some time to make the content but the channel is going to be Fortman Family Farms, and um, I just have to get it together, and hopefully that will help some people decide. I'm hoping really to use it as a way to motivate people to do this, because I really feel like this is going to be our best chance at a decent future, you know what I mean, for our kids, so... Agreed. And I like where your head is at. I like that you're going to be documenting it. I'm going to be documenting mine as well from 
the purchase of my van or RV, whatever I end up getting, and then uh, turning it into a mobile uh, podcast studio that I'll actually be living in. So yeah, it's going to be fun. And uh, if you need any graphics for your uh, little project that you're doing there, I know a guy. (laughs) You're right. Oh my gosh. I totally could use your help. Absolutely. We'll absolutely have to talk about that. And if you need help finding an RV, we've I've done a lot of research and stuff. My husband has, we could definitely help you. You, you want an RV, you want a little motorhome more so than a van, I would think. And well, you got a little for bathroom, kitchen, get your yeah, all home. It would definitely be more comfortable. I'm just worried about the actual driving aspect of it. Cause I plan on going everywhere that I can. You could get it. You could do a teardrop. Yeah. Well, I know, I know that the, the like the newer ones and every, it actually, it, I started a gift and go, uh, account to, uh, earn enough money to buy something and to turn it into something livable and a dope podcast studio that people are going to want to like look at, you know? Nah. Yeah. My plan is to like, make it like a cool experience. Like I show up to your house to interview you, you know, or wherever you are. It's like, you just, you don't even have to fucking change. You just come out and chill in my van for an hour and a half and then, and then if you have anything cool around your house, you know, like that's highly paranormal activity or conspiracy, like birthed place, then we'll go check that out shit. And I'll, and I'll put that in with the episodes too. I'm going to do like, I think I'm going to call it conspiracy caravan with white rabbit or something like that. It's going to be its own that's little, great. own little thing, but that's uh, awesome. yeah. And that's my way of getting off the grid as well. You know, no more freaking paying rent and mowing exactly. the lawn and not seeing my neighbors bringing their groceries because they're yeah. in these. <laughs> so exactly. I'm making that painting of the white rabbit. Now I just feel like you might need to have it. Oh shit. You haven't seen it? I'll show no, I, I, I haven't posted it. it on my on my Instagram, but I'm I've been I started working on it earlier this year and I haven't even come close to yeah, I'll send you a picture of it. I think you'd like it. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. Uh, my old co-host, she lives in Australia, and she's also a painter and did a painting of a white rabbit, too. I was like, oh, that's awesome. She made it before she uh, even knew about my show, so I thought that was really cool. So, like I said, you came, you killed it, you crushed, and uh, hope to have you back on again sometime. Uh, I would plug all my stuff, but you guys are listening to this, so you know where the fuck to find me, just not Spotify anymore. So quit hitting me up in my inbox telling me that I'm not on Spotify. Bitch, I know. They fucking told me. They rub it in every I still get emails. You're not on Spotify. I know, fuckers. Why are you telling me? Fuck. Anyways, love you guys. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of White Rabbit. And you know what it is. I'm Catalyst Jones. Keep digging down those rabbit holes.
feel my leg, le- le- legs. <laughs> Alert. <laughs> <laughs> 